0: dash plus.com that's m-u-d dash com, and use promo code trimod for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description
1: it's hard because the mind wants us to it wants validation that everyone here treats me badly so i'd go tell everybody how awful it was to live in nashville tennessee and i don't like it here and, blah, 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 and i'm like this isn't helping me But I felt validated by people that lived out of state. They're like, what? You, you're you're so easy to get along with. And I can't believe you don't have tons of friends. And I would feel like, yeah, you see, these people are awful. But I thought, it's not hurting anyone but me.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I
1: still have to live here. I'm lonely. I want friends. I have to focus on the one little teeny tiny thing that might be good today as far as experiencing other people. And that's what I did. And it changed my life. It really did. Thank you.
0: Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the gratitude seekers. Come join us.
3: Hi Gratitude Seeker, welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. With me today, I have Michelle Chalfant. She helps people relieve their emotional pain, such as anxiety, depression, codependency and relationship issues. She created and teaches a transformational process called the Adult Shared Model that helps people uncover and correct limiting beliefs and false stories that keep them stuck. She is a therapist and a coach and she's been doing this for over 25 years and uh, I'm sure that we will have lots of interesting things to learn from her, from her experience with uh, people and um, with her experience with life in general and with gratitude. Hi Michelle, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast.
1: Well, hello. I was going to say good morning, but it's evening there, so just I'm just going <laughs> to say hello and thank you for having me.
3: <laughs> Definitely. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, um I was happy to to know that uh a few tens of years ago, we weren't that far away, right? Uh you're originally from yeah. Italy. <laughs> and yes.
1: um my my grandparents, yes.
3: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, um yeah. What I want, what I firstly wanted to uh, to ask you is, what is gratitude for you? What does it mean for you? Because we all have, uh, we all understand concepts in a in a general way. We think that everyone sees gratitude the same way we do. So, what does gratitude mean for you personally?
1: Ooh, what does gratitude mean for me? Gratitude for me. Um, is a way to put myself in a po- in a positive place. But also, if we think about the fact that we are the creators of our reality, because like attracts like. And if I'm in a really positive place, then what I'm going to create in my reality is going to show up more positive. So for me, it's cre- how do I create my whole reality? It's It's maintaining, you know, Peace and positivity and love for myself and, and what I see in the world, so that that's then what continues to show up.
3: That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it that you see it as I do as well, like, like a tool, like something that you, you can use for the betterment of your life.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, have you it been, definitely is.
3: Have you been uh, uh, using or recommending gratitude to your clients in, in different kinds of situations?
1: Absolutely. Um, And it's so hard, I think, when people are in a terrible place or they're in a bad mood or really struggling with maybe even something like anxiety or depression or sitting in the victim, you know, they just don't want to come out and find anything that's positive. So I absolutely, I would recommend that to clients or anybody actually that's in a bad place. And of course, what do people say when I'm, I don't come at them and say, what's positive about your situation if they're sitting with anxiety or depression, right? But what I ask them is, is there, you know, if you think about like a yardstick, and if I'm in this really bad place over here, you know, on one end, how do we get them to slide even an inch in the other direction? So I might ask them, you know okay is there anything in your world right now that's working for you anything at all or anything at all that you can see that's positive anything at all and they might say well you know and i'll say just you know do you have a plant in your house that's alive like you know like anything or do you have an animal at home and i'll say well yeah of course i have a dog or a cat well is your dog or your cat healthy yes okay well How does it feel when you look at your dog, your cat? And then you can feel when they get in their heart, they slide a little bit out of that other place and then they slide a little bit more. So we take these little tiny aspects that they can find um, gratitude for and they start to slide. So I do absolutely ask my clients to look for this and I do it with with myself as well.
3: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I love love this uh, idea of taking it bit by bit. Because yeah. when you're in that state, and someone tells you you should be grateful, your life right. it, it looks great. And when you when you're in the state, and if you if the other person can be empathetic with you, he will understand that it's it's not that easy for you in that yeah. moment.
1: Absolutely. You know, I had my husband say something to me a while ago, um, like a few weeks ago, I I was in, I was in a space where I was just in a terrible mood. And I, which I'm human, by the way, I don't think humans are not, you know, as humans, our emotional state goes up and down, not that we're bipolar. But as humans, we kind of, you know, it's natural to be, sometimes we have bad moods, and, and sometimes we're in great moods. My goal is to find peace which is a little bit more steady. But I have days where I'm upset about something or I'm angry or I'm sad. And I said to my husband, oh, I'm really sad about this and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, you need to snap out of it. you know." And as you know, and everyone hearing the show, you can't snap out of it. Like you just don't launch from one end of the spectrum to the other over, you know, in a split second. So of course I said, no, 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 that is not what I need. What I need from you is, I need you to hear me out and listen. So oftentimes I find when we're just heard or witnessed in our pain, it helps us to slide a little bit in that other direction. We just want someone to hear us. There's no fixing needed. You know, I say this to my male clients all the time. I I see couples and and the men are always trying to fix us, you know, like this is what she needs to do and she's not doing it. And I'll say, can you just listen to her? And all of a sudden she feels better and it's not about fixing anything. It's about feeling heard. So
3: exactly (laughs) exactly i know about this and i know from theory and i also know from my own experience that uh, yeah we do have a tendency to to seek for the solution because this is this is what we usually do we search for solution when solutions when something isn't right okay how can we fix it and uh yeah, exactly. and I I feel it uh, as well. Sometimes I I just feel the need to be heard, feel the need to express some things uh, that mm-hmm. are on my heart or just running yeah. on, on, in my in my mind, and afterwards, in, indeed, it's much easier to uh, to get to better a better feeling place.
1: Yeah, I, I think that. You know, we, we, we so often live in st- what I call story and assumption. So we're making up a story about something and it's typically not true. Like they say like almost 97% of the time our, our stories are not true. It's far from what's fact and truth. So when we're in a story, to uncover the story, sometimes we just have to express it without having anybody change it, you know, or try to fix it or alter us. So that's, the, that's where the healing happens, I find. Just just hear me. And then when I'm speaking, I realize how silly it might be. And then I change, you know.
3: So, exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. And
3: yeah. Uh, another way of doing this, uh, and I'm sure that you, uh, you recommend this as, as well, is by actually writing.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my favorite artists, Visit BetterHelp.com gratitude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash gratitude. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vecchi. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic, but what does it do? Our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Moodplus safely reintroduces your body to this beneficial bacteria. Get your Moodplus now go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D dash P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount.
1: Yes, I love, I recommend journaling often. I I just, in fact, um, on my website and on my show, we did a 30-day journaling challenge where I provided journaling prompts, but they weren't just one-liners. You know, I I talked about, for example, boundaries, and I would do a little excerpt on what a boundary is, and then I would ask questions about you know, do you have boundaries in your life? How can you, so? Is it, how can you change your boundaries? What do you need to change? Da, 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 da. So was, they were big, big journaling prompts, and people had huge shifts. And again, I think we've got to go inside of ourselves and dig deeper instead of looking outside of ourselves to find peace or. um you know, happiness really is an inside job and we've got to turn inward and go down deep in order to find our peace and gratitude is a huge part of that. But again, we got to go inside to find all that.
3: Definitely. Definitely. And journaling does
1: that beautifully. Journaling does that beautifully, I find. So, yeah.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Because you, you get your thoughts into something that's written, that's, that you can see somehow. And, uh, You see them in a different perspective when when you do that. And um, it's much easier when when you give that uh, time and you you put it on paper. It's much easier afterwards to to have the time, for instance, to write uh, a gratitude journal you know?
1: Yes. Yes. You know, it forces us when we do a gratitude journal to really sit and say, okay, what can I be grateful for today? Like what is in front of me? And you know, there are some times where, again, if I'm in a bad place and my dog is sitting next to me and he, I have two dogs actually, but if one of them's sitting next to me on my lap or something, I have a little one and a big one and she'll look up at me and I'm like, I really love her. I just love her. And I can feel my heart open. And I think gratitude really puts us back in our heart. And helps that heart to open. So I just might look at my dog and write about my dog, how much I love my dog. Or in the summer, I'll sit outside sometimes and I'll do my meditation. And then I have a gratitude um, practice at, at the end of my, at the end of my meditation, I do gratitude for five, five or 10 minutes. And I might say, thank you for the sun. You know, I feel the sun on my body it's not like we have to search hard to find things that we're grateful for, you know, but sometimes people think it's so hard and I'm not grateful for anything, but what about the sun? You know, exactly things like that, real basic things.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why, um, I don't know if you've seen, most probably you've seen uh, the logo of the gratitude podcast. Uh, most of the logo is, yeah. is the sun because yes. it's, yes. it's a reminder that, every single day we have at least one reason to to feel grateful the fact that we we have the sun which gives us light which gives us warmth and uh many more things that uh, that we can't even put into words so yeah, yeah it's it's one of the those things that uh that we take for granted but that that are always there for
1: us Absolutely. Absolutely. And people think it's got to be something like, well, I need to make a lot more money and then I'll be grateful. It's like, no, that's not how gratitude works. You've got to start with really sometimes the very, very small things that are so obvious that we miss, you know, we miss so much that's in front of us. Because in my opinion, you know, that ego part of us is looking for the big things, you know, or the new car, or the new partner, or, you know, lots of money or all these big, huge things. It's like, no, I mean, you can have gratitude for that for sure. However, don't miss the small stuff that's right under your nose every single minute of the day, every minute of the day. And if we don't get the practice of looking for those things, we do miss them. We miss them all, every day. Exactly. So.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Because even if, even if, and when you get to that place, you, when when you get the big things, if you felt depressed all along the way, along the way, because you didn't get there, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's the kind of life that you want to live. So yeah, right. I, I totally agree. So um, yeah. do you have a favorite quote on gratitude? Something that uh, makes you uh, yeah. think about gratitude in a different way when you, when you hear it?
1: I do. Um, one, well, is, I'll, can I read it for you? Yeah, can definitely. I read it? Okay. It's okay. Here we go. It's by Henry Ward. I think it's Beecher, B-E-E-C-H-E, or Is it Beaker or Beecher? I'm not sure. Um, and anyway, here it is. It's gratitude is the fairest blossom, which springs from the soul. Wow. I love that. And it does. If you think about the, so- I love, uh, um. I love working with our soul because I think that's what we're here to do. In fact, someone commented on one of my Facebook groups the other day and said, you know, what we're doing is we're doing soul mining. In other Mm -hmm. words, we're breaking through all the false beliefs, all the masks that we wear. We're mining through all of those to reach our soul. And that's where we find the true self. So that really hit me hard. That quote, I love that, that quote on gratitude. So when we're, when we're grateful, it helps us to mine into that soul even faster because gratitude comes from the soul. You know, it's this pure innocent part of who we are and these positive, beautiful, loving emotions, these vulnerable emotions come from the soul. So gratitude helps us to connect to that space. So, that's why I love it.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love the part about um, soul mining and the fact that, people usually go outwardly to, to search for their happiness when lots of the answers are, in fact, inside of us. And uh, yes. we, we think that the things that we do on the outside uh, make us happy or unhappy. But uh, it's also important to, to uh, look on the inside and see the things that are happening there and what yeah. you can do to, to be happier and gratitude, of course, is one of them.
1: Yeah, I I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think we can sustain happiness when we continue to look outside of ourselves. It comes and goes. For example, when we get, um, let's just say, a, a new car. Okay, I got a new car. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. You know, I drive it home within 30 days, so then our emotion spikes, and I'm happy, and then our emotion starts to, not that we're sad or depressed after, but It goes back down again because all of a sudden the new car isn't bringing me happiness. So then the ego says, okay, let's go find something else. But it's always outside of ourselves. With gratitude, we are again going inside. And when we get in that practice of daily gratitude, we start realizing, oh my gosh, all the answers are coming from within me and not outside of myself. So when we're in that bad mood, if we can just dive inside of ourselves and look for gratitude, it really does turn our mood around. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to me. this yeah.
3: is wonderful yeah i yeah. I totally agree, and I think that it's yeah uh, it's such a powerful force, especially when we have had these kind of experiences like we bought something that was amazing. we felt the, like the happiest people on earth when when we bought it, but afterwards, in a short while we felt we went back to the way we felt before and mm-hmm. we realized that in fact okay this is not <laughs> I-, I thought yeah. that it would be i would be happy forever once i get this and we realize exactly. it's not like that nope. uh, and th- that's when that's when gratitude is very helpful to to mm-hmm. keep it going because it helps you for instance like like you said the, the example with the car it helps you Appreciate that car each and every day, because yeah, otherwise you just appreciate it once and afterwards it's something normal, you feel like everyone has the car that you have, and
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: you, you just don't see it anymore
1: it's the trickery it's the trickery of the mind, so the mind, I think, comes in and says, "I know how to make you happy," and in my opinion, that would be the ego that comes in and says, "I know what you need." you need a new car, you need a girlfriend, you need a boyfriend, you need a, a new house, you need more money, you need this, 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 that will make you happy. So we spend our lives chasing all of these things to bring happiness. And it's like a happiness buzz. You know, it's like having too much wine, we're buzz, and then it fades. It's the same thing. It's like the buzz of the happiness, it's there. And then all of a sudden it starts to fade again, where when we practice gratitude we're going inside and connecting to something deeper than our, to our than ourselves which would, in my opinion would be that soul part and we realize we have this soul and we can connect to that soul that feeds us that sustains us and again i think i just said this but in my opinion you know i'm not looking for happiness anymore i'm looking for peace because i think we can sustain or maintain peace when we start to witness what the mind is saying And continue to travel deep inside of ourselves instead of looking outside, outside, outside. And that practice of gratitude, it keeps our attention turning inward instead of looking outside of ourselves all the time. Exactly,
3: exactly. Yeah. And when has it been the first time that you experienced gratitude? Like um, the first time that you experienced it in your your own uh, way and not just the concept that you might have heard of uh, until then?
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I've heard about it probably since I was a teenager, um, to practice gratitude. You know, again, I heard it in my mind, but it's another thing to actually practice it and put the, the concept into practice. I can say probably 10 years ago, I'm going to tell. can I tell you about something that was like, I was really in a bad place and gratitude helped me move away from that bad place. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we moved to um, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm here in the U S as I told you. Um, Ten years ago, my husband's job brought us here, and it's 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 in the south. I know you probably don't know the. I don't know if you know the United States very well, but anyway, it's it's southern, and it's I'm from the north. I'm from I'm actually born and raised in Rochester, New York, up north. Do you know the states very well? Anyway, so um, so we moved to Nashville, and Nashville is very southern. It's very religious, very religious, and um when we moved here, I found that I wasn't a, a fit. It just didn't fit for me. So my husband and, and my kids and I are here and it was really hard to make friends. So I started feeling myself slide emotionally. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why don't people like me? And I've never had an issue making friends. I have tons of friends. So I got very low and I thought, oh my gosh, people would come up to me and say, you know, oh, hey, you know, I'm Michelle, you know, and I go to this church. Where do you go to church? And it's very Baptist. <laughs> I like your eyebrows. They're like, what? (laughs) It's very religious here. So people either are like Baptist or Methodist. So if I said, first of all, I was born and raised Catholic, but now I'm just very spiritual and I meditate and I practice gratitude and do all these things, they would think I was like from another planet. They didn't want any part of me. So this, and it's a suburb of Nashville. I'm not right in downtown. So this suburb is very clicky, very, very conservative and very religious and I'm not that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I got sad. It was really hard for me. And I'd come home and I'm like, well, so-and-so doesn't want to hang out with me because I don't go to Baptist church or so-and-so doesn't like me because I don't play tennis or so, you know, so it was hard. So I had to practice gratitude. That was when I really put it in play. I'm like, Okay, I believe, of course, in law of attraction, and there's no way with me talking about how miserable I am here and how terrible the people are that it's creating any sort of environment or experience that I want, right? So I, start, I started looking at all the little things, and I would look at people that lived here that, for example, I remember being in Starbucks, and I was getting a coffee, and the girl in Starbucks, the wait, the wait, not the waitress, the girl at the cashier was so nice to me. And I left there. I can remember this. And I said, okay, people here might be really, really, really nice. In fact, I'm so grateful for her. She was so nice to me. So I started with little experiences like that. I remember also going into, into the grocery store and I was checking out, and that person was really nice to me. I said, okay, there are nice people because my story was that everybody in the South, they were all mean, they're all religious, nobody likes me. So I had to force myself to step out of the story that I had and look at what is good about this place. What can I be grateful for? So the one day in the grocery store, the girl, the little girl that was bagging all my groceries said, can I walk you out to your car and help you with everything? And I said, sure. And she walked me out. We do that at some stores here. (laughs) So she walked out with me and we started chit chatting and we, I just moved here. I was here probably for four or five months. And she, And I talked and and my son was with me and she loved him. Long story short, she ended up being a babysitter that I still know 10 years later. She's lovely. She's like a daughter of mine. So again, and I had gratitude for her when I left. So I started having these little experiences with people that worked here. and, And what do you know? I started making friends. It started turning around for me. And it wasn't traditional. Like you would think I'd go to my kid's school and I'd make friends with those parents. That wasn't happening. But I found in other areas of my life in other areas of my experience, people started showing up for me. I actually flew to another state to take a training, a counseling training. And I met a girl from the town that I lived in, literally on the other side of the United States. I met a girl that lived two miles from me and we became great friends. And I really think that was because I was grateful. I said, I think I created this whole experience because I was grateful for all these little people, like the people at Starbucks <laughs> and the people at, at the, at the um, we have Lowe's and Home Depot. So it's like, um, uh, you know what Lowe's and Home Depot, do you have Lowe's and Home Depot? No. Like a landscaping company, um, home improvement warehouse kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So I'd be in there and someone would be nice to me in there. I kept saying, okay, there are nice people here. I'm so grateful. So it turned me around. Honestly, that showed me the power of gratitude and the power of creating my reality. My whole experience changed because I kept looking for what was good instead of, you know, you know, blaming all the people here that didn't like me because I didn't go to church where they went to church. I found the good. So it's like finding a needle in a haystack and it works. It's what are we focusing on? That's what we will get more of. And that's what happened. So it was an amazing experience.
3: Amazing. Amazing. Really cool. really I, cool. I love your story. And I love the fact that it's, it's a great um, case study for our, for our listeners. Like yeah. uh, you can, like you said, you can start uh, with the needle. And uh, when you find that needle in the haystack, you can get that to become bigger and bigger. And you can see yes. more, more things that are on the same page that yeah. on something that you, you appreciate at first, that's something very small. In time, it can get bigger and bigger and better and just amazing at, at one point.
1: <laughs> it really does. It grows. That, it, you know, it's, it, it's what are we pointing our attention? I mean, where is my attention going? And it's hard because the mind wants us to, it wants validation that everyone here treats me badly. So I'd go tell everybody how awful it was to live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I don't like it here. And blah, 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 And I'm like, this isn't helping me. But I felt validated by people that lived out of state. They're like, what? You, you're, you, you're so easy to get along with. And I can't believe you don't have tons of friends. And I would feel like, yeah, you see, these people are awful. But I thought it's not hurting anyone but me.
2: Exactly. You know? Yeah. I
1: still have to live here. I'm lonely. I want friends. I have to focus on the one little teeny tiny thing that might be good today as far as experiencing other people. And that's what I did. And it changed my life. It really did. So
3: that's awesome. That's awesome. Powerful
1: stuff. Yeah. Powerful.
3: and uh you are talking about what's happening on the inside many of us yeah. don't know how many thoughts we are actually thinking each and every day and how many of those thoughts are actually positive or are actually getting us to where we want to be and uh that that's where gratitude is so powerful because it it changes our focus and uh it does. We, we don't just think, okay, I'm grateful for this, but in time we, we get to, so the percentage of time that we spend on the positives gets higher and higher. And so does our Definitely. experience and it's a, it's a virtuous circle.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is. I agree with you 100% with that. But let's yeah, go back really in time
3: work. a little bit, like 10 years, 15 years ago. Uh, okay. What would you tell your younger self? about gratitude.
2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 Plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria. Originally isolated from mud or soil, called M. vaccae. This comes from new research, and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. and use code 25 gratitude to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of seeds DSO1 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash gratitude. Code 25Gratitude.
1: Mm. Um I wanna go back to when I was five or six years old, actually, and just say, okay. you know, um, Look at what is good. Sort for what's good, and don't let it pass you by. Don't don't miss it. Don't take, you know, the little things for granted. Because again, because of the ego that we have, and we all have an ego. It's not a you know good or a bad thing. And a lot of people judge their ego. It's just something we have. The ego, it, it looks for things that could harm us or that are not good. And, and it latches onto them and we have to consciously say, what's good and what can I be grateful for here? So I think, um, and the way that we see that is to slow down. We move so fast, you know, we're on our cell phones, we're texting, we're emailing, we go from this to this, to this, to this, 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 and that's how we miss the good. And we have to use conscious, we bring consciousness and awareness in to slow ourselves down and look for the good, or we're going to miss it. And that's what I would tell my five or six year old self, as soon as they can understand it, I would reinforce that over and over and over again, just slow down, we move too fast and we're missing life, we're missing out. So that is what I would say.
3: Yeah, exactly. We're always thinking about the next thing and we are. Like what's going to happen in one month, one year, and we forget that we are here and uh, that we can be here right now and enjoy the simple things that we are experiencing right now, And uh, mm-hmm. uh, like Brother uh, David says, um, grateful gratefulness is the great fullness of life.
1: yeah and that's when beautiful. we
3: when we enjoy the great fullness of life. We, we feel fulfilled. We feel uh, the power of the fullness of life of this present moment. Um, but yeah, w- w- what are you doing consistently to keep yourself grateful? You, you mentioned um, the meditation, that you the, the practice that yeah. you did at the end of the meditation. What else do you do?
1: Yeah, for me, and I honestly do this every day, I look at, again, the small stuff. And I don't I do my best, I'm not perfect at it, of course, but as I go through the day, and I'll again I might look at my dogs and say thank you. I'm so grateful for my dogs. But then I go through my work day, let's say. And and as a therapist and life coach, I see clients and at the end of every client, I'll say, Thank you for this client. I'm so grateful for my clients, you know? And at the end of my work day, I'll drive home and I'll sit in gratitude. And I think for me, I don't know what you would say about this, but um, the way I teach gratitude is not just mentally. What does it feel like? Like bring it into the body, connect with the soul with gratitude. It's like, what's the emotion? So I can think the thought, like, thank you so much for my clients. But then to feel it like, God, it feels so great. I'm so grateful. It changes our future. It changes our present experience. It changes our emotional state. So I'll go through the whole day. You know, if I come home and you know, my son took out the garbage, let's just say, I don't let that go by. I'll not only turn to him and say, thank you. I'll say, you know, thank you for, you know, taking out the garbage. I'm so grateful that my son took out the garbage and I'll feel that. So I really try to catch all the little things that most people probably would take for granted and not think twice about They might thank their son, you know, they might go, oh, thank you. But then I'll turn to myself again. I'm always turning inward, not always, but as much as I can to turn inward and say, I'm really grateful that he did that. I'm grateful that this, I'm grateful that that. So it's little things. When my son, um, he's might have a 17 year old son. So, so he would get up, I'd be up, I'm up really early. So I'm up in the morning, he has his breakfast and he leave. And he would just, he's not a morning person, so he'd walk out the door and he'd be miserable and angry, you know, he hates the mornings. And I said to him, I really need, to, I need you to say goodbye at least, you know, I'm standing here talking to you and he would leave the, the kitchen and then walk out. He says, okay. So he started saying, bye mom. Now again, he does not like mornings. He really hates mornings. But I started saying, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that he said goodbye to me. So as it, silly as that sounds, guess what? He never goes or leaves the house without saying goodbye now. And now he says, goodbye, mom. I love you. <laughs> and oftentimes I'll get goodbye, mom. I love you with a hug. So again, <laughs> I'm creating my experience. And the more I'm grateful for even the little thank you. I'm so grateful that he said goodbye. It's blossoming into something else. I didn't have to tell him to say, I love you. I don't have to tell him to give me a hug. He's doing it. So something's changing inside of him because I'm, gratitude. I'm grateful for what's my morning experience with him. So.
2: Exactly. It's powerful.
1: I mean, exactly. As you know, you have this whole podcast. It's powerful stuff that you're doing. Really Thank powerful you. stuff. Thank yeah. you.
3: And awesome. uh I, I want to I want us to focus a little bit on this because I, I I feel that it's it's very powerful that you're what you're doing and uh it's helpful for our listeners to understand. So, um you could have went and uh, become like a victim uh, like okay, my son is—he's uh, always grumpy and uh, yes. in in the morning, and uh, he he doesn't treat me with the kind of respect that I would love him to treat me with. And like uh, you can go with the story, and you can say it each and every morning, and you can feel like yeah. a victim. You can you can cry over it. You can do all kinds of things like these. Yeah. Most probably, doing that won't change the situation. And nope. just this sim- simple thing that you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why, uh, guys listening, it's important to, to do what, what, uh, Michelle said to, to focus on the little things, because these kinds of little things that are done each and every day make our life. And by doing this, it, it just changes everything. And that's... I love it, how, how it got to, from one point to another and how beautiful, mm-hmm. Uh, how beautifully it actually blossomed. I, I really love yeah. this story and I think it's, it's amazing. Thank you for sharing it.
1: Yeah. And by the way, every time he leaves the house now, he says goodbye, which he, he stopped doing that for a while. So it honestly, it's like a domino effect. It just keeps going. and But I had to, see, this is the work I do with the adult chair. I had to get out of my story my story was keeping me stuck. My son was not keeping me stuck. When he was not saying goodbye to me in the morning, it was Michelle keeping me stuck. Because I was stuck in story. It was like my brain kept going around and around and around. And my mind's telling me the same thing over and over. I had to break free of that. And the way that I did that was, and this is the work of the adult chair. I had to find my adult, which is the healthiest part of us, which most of us don't know. And when I'm sitting there, I live with fact and truth, not story and assumption. So I had to say to myself, what's true? Well, what's true is my son's not a morning person. In fact, he hates the morning, right? He does not like the morning. Okay. What else is true? I really wanted to say goodbye to me. Um, I am a morning person. So maybe I'm a little bit over the top for him. Like I'm like, good morning, you know, and th- for me. That would be irritating if I'm not a morning person. So I had to cut that back a little bit. But anyway, had to find out what was true. And then the other truth that I had was, I don't like how it feels to me when he leaves the house and I go into my old story of, oh, this, this is awful. He doesn't love me, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, is that true? You know, when we ask ourselves the question, is that true? It busts the story. So I call it, be a story buster, ask yourself what's fact or truth. And I thought he loves me, but what is truth? He's just not a morning person. Okay. So I had to get all these facts and truths out. And then I said, okay, I'm going to choose another thought. And let me tell you, my ego was like, no, you're not. He really is being a little poop in the morning and you don't, you don't need Mm -hmm. to do that. I was like, I need a different experience for me. And I don't want my internal experience, my life experience, to be based on anyone outside of myself. That's the work that I've been doing with myself my whole life. We want to maintain peace within ourselves without leaning, like we said, on a car, on a house, on anybody. So how do I do that? I got to find gratitude, which connects me to the deepest part of myself, which would be the soul, in my opinion, and help me to navigate from that place. Boom, the whole experience changed. and continues to change. I I mean, honestly, it continues. Now he comes in and he gives me hugs all the time. He did when he was younger. He's a very huggy kid, but something happened. You know, he's a teenager. He's a teenage boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it changed, but he's back to his old self again, which is crazy. I didn't even have to say anything to him.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Good. So you, you mentioned your son, um, Mm -hmm. who, are the people in your life that you feel grateful for and that you feel blessed that you, have in, that you have them in your life?
1: Hmm. I would say, of course, I have another son too. So grateful for him. I have a husband grateful for him. I have though a sister um, that's six years younger and we have gone through a lot together and I cannot imagine. Of course, again, I'm grateful for my husband and children, but my sister she's got my back. I feel so connected with her. Um, we've gone through a lot in our family and we had to walk through a lot of crap. (laughs) So, and we, we've stayed strong and gotten closer and closer and closer. And I can't imagine, you know, not having her, but so grateful for her and, um, my husband, children, mother, father, you know, but really my sister really stands out for me.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah.
1: She's a big cheerleader for me, and I have some beautiful friendships too. Um, that I I would say I'm grateful for them. Yeah,
3: that's awesome.
1: And but- I and I do use them in my gratitude in my gratitude practice. Like I'll sit and I'll take one by one. Who am I grateful for today? If I if I'm not in the place where I can see anything outside of myself, like okay, who in my life am I grateful for? And even though a lot of these people don't live in this state i will fill up my heart with how much i love them and how grateful for, for them i am and then it changes my emotional state so
3: that's wonderful yeah, that's wonderful possible. and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's very interesting that for instance when we are with that person and we really appreciate that person or when when we with, when we will when we are with friends um it's interesting then we we feel connected we feel we feel like uh we're together and it's a strong bond but at times when we are alone we tend to forget about that and uh yeah. i i feel that it's gratitude comes in uh and very strong in this situation as well that it reminds us it helps us re- to remind ourselves that we have these people in our life and that we are like you said, that that we have people that got our back, that love us, that yeah. appreciate us, that yeah. are with us on on this journey.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely.
3: So, uh, Michelle, we are almost at the end of our time together. Okay. Let our audience know where they can find you, where they can see your work.
1: Mm, boy, okay. I have... Um... Well, if they go to theadultchair.com, that takes them right to my website and that's my podcast page. But once they land there, they can peruse around. I actually have a free ebook um, on that website. So if you go to the homepage, you can download a free ebook on living in the adult chair, which again, it really helps people to learn how to love themselves, how to it's like what you and I were just saying, like how do we mind through the soul? Like how do we find our true selves? That's what my book is all about. It's a really short ebook, but it's all on the model of the adult chair. Um, I have a Facebook fan page, just Michelle Shelfant fan page, and then um, I have a YouTube channel. I do a lot of guided meditations. Again, when we're in a bad place, I think guided meditations are beautiful to help us get back connected to ourselves. So, I have a youtube channel called Michelle Shelfont and um but they're also on my on my website and then I have an adult chair closed groups, and you ha- the only way to get access to that is through the website but it's a place for people to go and share their most vulnerable feelings. It's closed, so I don't let everybody in but um, um nobody sees what, what what we write in there, but it's very vulnerable, and you get a lot of encouragement and emotional support so it's a beautiful, beautiful support place. I just started that a few months ago, and people absolutely love it so it's just called the Adult Chair Close Group, but you have to gain access on my website, and there's a little button there to gain access. So, all that's right, it.
3: Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us for sharing from your life experience and yeah. uh, all these beautiful stories that you've shared with us. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here, and I love the work you are doing. So, please thank keep you. It up. We need more gratitude in the world. So beautiful show. Thank you. I'm honored to be on it today. Thank Thank you. you. I
3: really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Hey, gratitude seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much. Once again, this has been Georgian Benta Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.